0: We're on a roll toward March 7th, celebrating International Women's Day with the Rebel Brain in a class in Denver on Neurosculpting. And if you're wondering what the heck is Neurosculpting, that's why I have Noelle Diltz Day on the podcast today. She is a client of the Rebel Brain, and she's gonna talk about why she got into Neurosculpting to solve the stress issues and equanimity in her own life. So maybe you can see yourself in this picture. And if it's interesting to you, sign up for the class. There's still room for you. Enjoy this episode. Today's podcast features Noelle Diltz Day, who uh, is graciously telling us her story about the use of neurosculpting in her coaching engagement with uh, the Rebel Brain. And uh, it's a thing. It's important to tell our stories because all of us will see ourselves in it somewhere. And and I've included a link to the. Uh, Neurosculpting class that we're doing on March 7th in Denver so you can get an idea of what this involves Um, But I want to just back up and let Noelle introduce who she is how you got introduced to Neurosculpting and the rebel Mm -hmm. brain and Yeah, tell us what the experience has been like
1: Uh, Sure Um, Thanks for having me. So I I Have actually known Mariah for for quite a long time Um, we both Worked together um, at a Wall Street firm in somewhat different roles, so we probably met at least ten years ago. Um, and so, Mariah uh, at the time was again working working on Wall Street. Um, kind of got to know what that job is what that job is like. And so, you know, we've just known each other for. Uh, oh, sorry, my my phone. Went out for a second. Um, so we've known each other for a long time, and um, and so Mariah had a change in career, and I did not. Um, I continue. I've continued to work on Wall Street. I've been here for about um, almost 16 years now, and it's a you know pretty demanding lifestyle and a demanding job. Um, and you know, so over the course of the years, I have had two children. I have two young children: a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, you know a pretty busy job we moved across the country yeah. and um you know i would say i was kind of at a point in my life where i was ex- we were also dealing with some health issues with my husband so i was at a point in my life where i was extremely stressed um i was sort of lucky that mariah had pursued a different <laughs> um career path where she really went through a lot of different life experiences and um kind of developed this coaching And so um, I think that she, you know, because we've known each other for a long time, um, she did approach me and was kind of like, I think I've developed some of these tools that could be really useful for you, um, given what you're doing, given some of the stress that you're under. And um, And so I really started working with her on her program. And I have to say that it really, it did take me from a point where I was, just really struggling to manage everything, to feel like I was in control, and it helped me get to a point where I'm not gonna say I'm fixed, I'm not gonna say everything's perfect, but where things start to feel a little bit more manageable.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so. describe, give us a scenario of uh, what you're experiencing on a day-to-day basis between the ears, because mm-hmm. we're talking about our responses to stress and emotional mm-hmm. So, what was the, the problem that you were really motivated to solve?
1: Right. So my biggest, I would say I have a couple of major things that I've been trying to solve. Um, so the first is in my position, in my job, there's a lot of just decision-making and I wanted to, and I'm, I continue to try to, you know, become, how do you make better and more efficient decisions? If you're making decisions under and, and really feeling the effects of stress, I feel like for a lot of us, we almost become stress addicts at, at there are points in your life where maybe you function really well, but yeah. once you hit a tipping point and you're going too far beyond that, I think that, you know, if you're overly stressed, if you're not handling it properly, if you're not engaging, you know, where I like to talk about your prefrontal cortex and, uh-huh. and, um, and your, your rational brain, you might not make the best decisions. So to me, it's one of the biggest things I'm trying to do is how do you make efficient, you know, efficient, ra- rational decisions and how do you make sure you're really, you know, making the best decisions that you can quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing. And then I would say the second is just, you know, trying to figure out how just to take care of myself, make myself the the best mom I can be, operate well at work and just try and find a place to make sure I'm taking care of myself, my health, my brain in the midst of all of these things. And, and just try and man it, just the whole goal is to manage everything a little bit better a little bit
0: more efficiently right so what was the process that you went through with the rebel brain and Mariah's work mm-hmm. sure so um it's a pretty
1: i would say the system overall is designed for people who are busy so it's not supposed to be you know days long commitment it's trying to find 20 minutes during the day 30 minutes during the day maybe 10 minutes during the day if it's if you're busy and um and, and fitting that in. So that's really the way I approached the program. I started off with the modules where you start to kind of learn about how your brain works yeah. and um, the process of neuro, of neurosculpting, neuroplasticity, and, you know, trying to kind of down regulate that, um, the limbic system and just, you know, that, that stress response that you get. So I started off with the modules, but immediately jumped into a lot of the meditations. And for me, that was very, um, It did feel like it had an an immediate impact on on how it was feeling in terms of again just down regulating managing everything yeah and then i would say the other thing that just happened organically with the process is it just i started because you learn about a lot of things in in the system you learn about nutrition you learn about sleep um and how to deal with change and so you just I mean, I tried to set kind of a schedule for myself and priorities, things that I was trying to prioritize working on that week. Um, but you would notice that you just become more co- cognizant of all of it. So for me, um, one of the first, sleep is a big issue with two kids and a job. So that was one of the first things I started to prioritize as I as I learned about the process. Yeah. I say again, am I, am I, it's, it's still an issue, but it's, it's at least great to start to become a little bit more mindful of of what you're doing and what you can do to make your life a little bit better.
0: Yeah. When well, I bet by now, some of the listeners are thinking, okay, how in the world are you able to get sleep with a two and a four year old? How, <laughs> give us a, a little bit of insight into a practical solution that you've been able to imp- implement there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think part of it's what's the practical solution. I mean, one is I am just trying to set better limits around, you know, And Mariah and I talk about this quite a bit, trying to really schedule your work, schedule time limits so that you're not encroaching or just, because when you have a job like mine where the work never ends, you sort of could just keep going and going and going. So how do you you schedule blocks of time to do things? And so that's even just saying, okay, tonight I'm going to stop. I'm not going to have a computer out after nine o'clock. So Mm -hmm. that would be one thing, just scheduling. And then I've also ask for help a little bit more. You know, if the kids wake up at night, maybe my husband can get can get them back to bed. So um, I would say that's that's kind of two things, scheduling and then asking for, for help from um, from maybe air, from places you didn't think about it before.
0: You know, asking for help is really uh, more significant than we think. Cause you know, we're working moms and we can get a lot of stuff done. And if we forget that um, the person who helped um, contribute to the existence of those children is an equal partner in the deal and they really right. my husband is constantly asking me why don't you just ask for help <laughs> and um, it's it's hard for us to do that so kudos for doing that you know yeah. Because yeah. Of, my, Go ahead.
1: oh sorry my husband is wonderful he's very helpful um, I just have historically gotten up more with with the kids because I don't mind it as much but um think sometimes I think I can do fine without sleep and but then I notice the impacts the next day that that
0: sure.
1: even though I feel like I'm managing it well, you still notice little things with cognition or um right. or just how you're functioning.
0: The word for me is synapse when you don't get as much sleep, it takes longer to make a decision or to come up with the right words or or mm-hmm. the right strategy in the moment when you say I want to dig into a little bit more about the um because the, the title of this practice is Neurosculpting, um, I'm a yoga practitioner, so I'm thinking very practically about how you sculpt different parts of your body. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So when you're neurosculpting and learning how the brain works, learning how to regulate the, the limbic system, can you explain a, a practical process that you've learned to affect there? Um, so a scenario like stress management or you know, something that impacts your day, especially the kind of split second decisions. Yeah. Um, So,
1: so a couple of things. Um, The first I would say for me, again, the meditations have been, I would say, the most, um, I think the most impactful part of everything that I've done. Um, So, you know, you're, when you're in, when you're someone who, experiences a lot of stress and you, you you just kind of go through life with this heightened level of stress. I mean, your body, I I don't think it gets used to it, but you have all of these negative effects Mm -hmm. with like cortisol surging through your system. Um, And so part of the the goal with the meditations is just to calm down your limbic system, calm down that stress response and, and, and help to engage your prefrontal cortex. So I think that's one of the unique elements of the program that the type, the approach that Mariah is taking with neurosculpting is that, is that the meditations are specifically targeted to, to do that, right? So obviously all meditation is useful. For me, it felt like this approach did work to help kind of calm that stress response to some extent. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I would say is one. Some of the other key things, they're, they're very logical, but again, this whole system helps you remember that they're important and that you have to do them it's feeding the brain it's you know making sure you're getting the right nutrition the right fats um you know for me not drinking as much coffee and and just taking care of your brain with food um exercise obviously is is really important um that's the other one that I'm continuing to to work on um to find time for it isn't it yeah, in New York we walk around a lot and I play with my kids, but um, I'm still working on that. Yeah, four-day-a-week goal. Um, sleep again, super important, and um, you know, and then things that I am definitely not doing that I know would be good and that are recommended through the program: journaling, you know, talking about about your your feelings, and so that would be what you're experiencing. Yeah. Um, and so I would say that's been another element of the program that's been useful for me um, is is that she does host monthly calls and there's a little bit of interaction with with some of the other folks in the program. So because I live in New York, I'm um, somewhat isolated from my family in Colorado. This That's been a nice connection with other folks and, and just talking about the process, talking about the experience. So I wouldn't say that's directly tied to um, trying to, to fix your brain, but it's it's been a nice element of the program in addition to the more practical side of things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So um, have you been able to measure the benefits after putting some of these practices in place? Do you have, Mm -hmm. you know, before and after kind of scenarios that you can share?
1: Um, It's a good question. I wouldn't, it's a good question and it's a difficult one to answer because I can't, I can't tell you that it's it's more of a generalized, I generally feel better.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and you know I'm making so many decisions every day. It's, and so I can't tell you that that's changed. It's just that I'm dealing with pretty much the same life. My life hasn't changed all that much, but I just, I don't feel like things are so overwhelming is, is yeah. how I would characterize the difference.
0: Would your um, family, now your kids might be too young, to Mm -hmm. notice a difference in mommy but uh, Mm -hmm. they can they notice more than we think Mm -hmm. I remember a two-year-old oh my gosh she's 22 now (laughs) they do they do survive this but um had had, would you say that your kids or your husband have noticed a difference in how you respond
1: I I think my husband has noticed it I think he um he just sees that I'm you know not quite as stressed out that I'm talking more about, um, instead of just like white knuckling it, kind of trying to hold on and make sure everything doesn't fall apart, um, trying to say, okay, let's, you know, let's add this to our life. I I want to exercise. I want, it's more of around self-actualization and, and kind of trying to improve things and, and make sure we've, make sure we're doing everything, everything as efficiently as we can at home. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's moved a little bit from just feeling like I was just, you know, kind of holding on to now where I feel like we're making positive changes that are yeah. that are bettering our lives. I mean, silly little things you know we we implemented a system where my daughter's clothes for school. We now have them nicely laid out uh, nice for every day of the week, just little things like that. I feel like we're making progress on that front
0: well and and it gives you a sense of coherence when you have mm-hmm. a little bit of grasp on your chaotic life that mm-hmm. coherence that gives you peace that yeah. We've, we've got this together. We're doing okay. We, we, we really yeah. have a system that works. And um, coherence yeah. is a word that I've used to describe my path that, along the same lines, where there's chaos, where you feel out of control, and you're barely hanging on. And then there's the coherence and knowing, yeah, we're moving fast, but we have a plan, and we know mm-hmm. what our next move is. That's incredible.
1: Right. I think that, that captures it well.
0: Thanks, Haley. So... Um, I so appreciate your time today. I really love um, getting this perspective. It makes me excited to get to participate in Mariah's class (laughs) on the back end talking about life strategy design, how to take these concepts and slot them into your life and actually create rhythms that Mm -hmm. are sustainable and Mm -hmm. hopefully create a community that helps you to stay plugged in. That's
1: That's great. Um, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And um, I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. I appreciate you being on the call and um, have a good um, end of your day. I hope it ends soon because it is. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, what else do you need to know? If you want to register for this Neurosculpting Workshop on Saturday, March 7th, Go to therebelbrain.com. Yes, put the W's in there, www.therebelbrain.com. And check on events. You will find the the link to sign up. Hey, what's the worst that can happen if you spend half a day and 40-something dollars on a little bit of new information? But it could actually change your life. See you there.